Welcome to Ellas, a bi-weekly podcast made by Latinas for Latinas. I talk with talented, inspiring, and empowering women that are living their dreams and making a path for the next generation. I'm Brenda hernandez Caimes, and this is Ellas. Hello, welcome back to Ellas. I'm Brenda hernandez Caimes, and on the 13th episode of Ellas, I have the pleasure of introducing today's guest. She was a former graphic designer at American Greetings, currently a graphic designer at Hasbro, where she creates graphics and patterns for the Disney princesses, Marvel Rising Secret Warriors, and among other brands. And she has also founded her own design shop. Welcome, Claudia Ramos. Hello. Hi, Claudia. I'm here. You're here. <laughs> thank you so much for accepting my invitation. No, thank you so much for inviting me. I love the AS and the whole meaning behind it. So I'm Aww. really, really excited here to show love and support and inspire so many women out there and men. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. And, you know, it's amazing that you're here. You're such... Ever since I started following you on Instagram... Mm -hmm. Your illustrations, your graphics, and you are, you're just, you're so inspiring. Oh, so thank you. I'm really honored to have oh, you here. Thank you so much. And you too. You know, like I just, like I said, I love the whole meaning and just even, I know we met outside uh, to have some coffee, but I got a wonderful vibe with you. And I just, I just love hanging and meeting you yeah. women that are, have like the same goals and just want to inspire and just, you know, uplift other women and men too i keep saying that <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like we can't forget our latinos then right yeah but at the end cool. of the day mm -hmm. uplifting the latino community yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> and to start you know you've been listening to some episodes aren't yes, they yes. yes you know that i love to start from the beginning mm -hmm. before everything before you decided on graphic design yeah can you share with me and to our listeners yes. the beginning how was your childhood like mm -hmm. your upbringing and what motivated you what, or the spark that motivated yeah. you to study graphic design? Yes, 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 yes. Let's go to baby Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> so I was born in, uh, in El Salvador in 1980, mm -hmm. uh, February. So hello, Aquarius babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I was born over there and my parents uh, decided to come to the United States in L.A. Um, when I was maybe three months. Um, I came to the United States with my mom, my uncle, and my brother, which is, he's older, but mm -hmm. he passed away, uh, tragically when we came to the United States, maybe like three months, um, right. We just got here. So he got sick. Um, I forgot. I mean, I don't remember exactly what it was, uh, what he got, but my mom said he, I think it's meningitis. Is mm -hmm. that what you pronounce it? Um, but she said that at that time, you know, they didn't have like you know, medical stuff like that. So they, he just got sick and they took him to the hospital and he passed away. Mm, so sorry. our first Christmas was basically in mourning. And, um, so I don't remember my brother. I did, and I don't have a lot of pictures of me as a baby. And I just have like one picture of him and me in the bed playing. Um, and so just mostly I remember him just by stories with my mom and my dad telling me about him and which he sounds like he was amazing and fun and, and, you know, big brother. Um, so I, knowing all those stories, I always took that, um, just the responsibility of, of being the older sister. Cause I have mm -hmm. two other younger sisters. They were born after here in LA. And, uh, so I always had that, like that response, like I took that responsibility yeah. of the, being the oldest and then, um, keeping the story of my brother and my parents, like 
you know, alive by mm-hmm. doing a lot of things, you know, like going to school and try to finish, you know, finish high school, finish middle school, all that stuff in yeah. college. So I always put that pressure on myself to like leave a leg, a good legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like when I pass away, I'm going to be like, Claudia, she left a legacy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, and, um, so I went to high school, I went to, uh, LA high and my parents decided to, uh, move to the Valley when I was 15 and I went to North Hollywood High, and um, I finished high school there, and then I went to community college. I went to LA, uh, I mean LA Valley Community College, and then I went to Cal State Northridge. But when I went to community college, I really didn't know what I wanted. I just knew that I wanted to be, I always, well, for, let me go back. When I was in high school, I took advanced art. Mm-hmm. I always was drawing since I was a kid. So I was in AP art in, in middle, um, in high school. So when I graduated, I knew that I wanted to do something with art. But another thing that I had was that I love in high school, I would give advice to friends, you know, about, you know, boyfriends and parents stuff. I always had that mama instinct in in me because I have two sisters and I had to take care of them too. When my mom started working when I was little. And so I always had that like mama bear. Yeah. Like come here, I'll give you a hug and give you some nurturing. (laughs) So I knew I wanted to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but something to do with art. So once I went to community college and I saw that I had to do a lot of reading and learning about the brain, I was like, oh no, this This is is too much. I just want to draw and impact the world with my drawings or uh, do some type of work that has some type of empowerment or whatever. So then I found out about graphic design and I was like, what is this? And then I saw that, you know, you design Mm -hmm. in computers and you do billboards and banners. But I was like, I want to impact with messages and things like that. And then I just took more classes and then I transferred to CSUN and I did like three years there. Mm -hmm. And I graduated in 2006 at Cal State Northridge with a BA in arts. Congrats. It's amazing. Yes. It was amazing because like, like I said, I'm the oldest. So Mm -hmm. I basically opened all the doors for my sisters and my cousins, the young ones to graduate and see that, you know, I did it, they can do it. So like my cousins are Cal State Northridge Mm -hmm. uh, graduates too. And my sister, I think she was no Long Beach. Mm -hmm. She's from Long Beach. Yeah. So, and my, my middle sister, she's still going to school right now, but yeah, so it's like our generation is like, you know, graduating and becoming yeah. boss ladies. And, and I mean, the same thing with me now opening my business. It's like in my first time, I finally being an entrepreneur, you know, like yeah. learning everything while I'm going because I really don't have anybody in my family that does their own business, you know. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of Latinos mm-hmm. have that, you know, mm-hmm. many first generations are like the first of the of of their families going and getting a bachelor's degree and because of that they've inspired their younger siblings to to follow that same path and you know now that i feel like this generation now is deciding to open our like our own projects and making it a business and again no one has really taught us that so it's I, i get what you're saying like you're you're on this journey and learning mm-hmm. by um by every step that you take yeah and um like like you know entrepreneur i never thought of it you know i knew that i wanted to do you know anime i mean illustrations mm-hmm. and um maybe even going to animation anything to do with drawings and um but the 
I just didn't have that in my family, you know, like I didn't have anybody to give Mm -hmm. me some guidance. So at least now with me being the oldest, I have my other cousins and stuff like, Hey, you should guys try this. Have you ever heard of it? You know, Etsy, or have you Mm -hmm. heard of, you know, other brands or network and things like that and learn and teaching them what I learned. And then even with friends, you know, Mm -hmm. I try to inspire friends to do their own thing because I have a lot of friends that are creative so I'm like you should try to do your own greeting cards or you should try to do your own you know pins and you never know you know not everybody has the same you know uh anime you know no sorry imagination Mm -hmm. and so maybe you should try it so I like you know triggering Mm -hmm. something in people (laughs) I know yeah (laughs) I I love that I love that you know you said from the since you were young Mm -hmm. you were always that friend that gave advice that was very encouraging like Mm -hmm. that like mother, yeah. like that mama bear yeah. personality. And you're still doing it. You know, you're still inspiring. You're, you're encouraging. You're giving advice. And I've known it yeah. since we met. You know, yes. it's so nice. You're always giving great advice. Yeah. And Thank from you. that moment. So, yeah, you're definitely doing what you say. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. mentioned something about greeting cards. Yes. So I want to know, um, can you share with our listeners after university, how was the journey like of finding mm-hmm. a new job? Yeah. So once I graduated from CSUN, um, it was very difficult. My portfolio, I, I thought it was very strong, but um, it, it was, well, I just, before I graduated, I went to El Salvador to go and, it, you know, actually not this time for anything tragic. It was actually to go learn about my culture. And so my uncle over there, he was driving us around in El Salvador in the heat and in the small little car and he was playing all his music and talking about the history and I just fell in love like you know being 25 26 going over there in a different mindset um like taking it in so mm-hmm. I knew that when I came back uh, when I, before I graduated I wanted to work on my portfolio and uh, kind of like uh, show what who is me. So yeah. my portfolio is not like a folder. It's not. Um, it's basically like it looks like a wine box. It's made Ooh. out of wood, and I got it engraved with my logo. It's just a CR, and it's like a little. It, this is my old old logo, but it's a, it's the C and R, and it has like all this like organic little flowers around it. And I wanted it to be wood because you know in El Salvador when I went over there it was like jungles and trees, mm-hmm. so I wanted it to have that like this is me, this yeah. is Claudia, like this is Claudia's from El Salvador, you know. So I put that in there and I put my portfolio, my, my resume and everything. So I thought my portfolio was very strong, but it got me in the door where people were like, Oh wow, your box, you know, your portfolio yeah. looks very strong, but it's very whimsical. Very, my, my work was very, they call it very female oriented. So a lot of colors, a lot of bubbles, you know, <laughs> and was that negative? Well, Cause I thought that's amazing. That's yeah, very thank unique. You. Well, to, I feel like today it sounds like, Oh yeah, you know, but in, yeah. in, when I graduated, everybody had that silver like folder that like, you know, like metal folder mm-hmm. or the black folder and it like looked very professional, very clean. So, you know, you see that and you're like, well, maybe I should do that. But I was like, no, I want to do something different. I mm-hmm. want to stand out. But so, but they had, I feel like they had very strong work. So a lot of them, they got like really good jobs and agencies, Mm -hmm. you know? So for me, it was like, okay, uh, I can't find a job, but here's my book. And, and so I got, my first job was at this, um, print company where they do banners. And so I learned, I was there for like maybe 
five months and then I was reached out to uh, America uh, no sorry uh, forever 21 oh. so because they, they saw how like my I did like these illustrations that were mm-hmm. fun and they were like well we are looking for somebody that can create patterns repeat patterns and do labels and textile for our la- line at that time which was called 12 by 12 for forever 21 mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like their couture line at okay. that time so I, when I started working there, I got to explore my fashion side, like, ooh, do these little labels and cute little, and I, you know, always thinking outside of the box and all these little mm-hmm. labels that you see. I just didn't want it to be like a paper with the name Forever 21. So I would do like these little tea bags. It was with these like little seeds in it because it was supposed to be a line of like organic clothes or something okay. like that. So I was always thinking outside like yeah. the box. But then after that, um, then I, my husband now, but we were, were high school sweethearts. Oh. We uh, ended up, uh, I ended up getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. So when I was 29, I knew that I wanted to have a baby. So I was like, okay, I'm pregnant. So I had to, you know, I decided to be a stay-at-home mom. So uh, stay-at-home mom, I was there for two years at home. And then I was starting to look for a job. And then American Greens uh, reached out to me. And they were like, hey, we opened an office here in L.A. and we're looking for an artist, a graphic artist that has, you know, background in illustrations and more that that I'm a new mom. They were looking for somebody that can bring in, you know, that sense of like uh, being a mom Mm -hmm. and what would you like to see in greeting cards, you know, because it's all about in tunes with people's feelings and you know, and then to the line that I was working on was very quirky, very fun, uh-huh. which was called Just Wink. I think they still, you can still get the app. It's really fun. So I got to work on the app, which I didn't even have experience working in UX design mm-hmm. or, you know, even creating apps. So they gave me the opportunity to work on all that. Yeah. yeah. So um, I got to put in, you know, some, you know, explore in, in illustration and doodles and but it was it was crazy to you know transition from being a home mom yeah. and then to actually continue um, and then growing as a graphic designer because like I said I graduated just doing prints mm-hmm. so I didn't touch a lot of website or doing mobile or you know like that kind of stuff so yeah. I was very upfront with them I was like look I don't have this kind of experience but I'm a user I have yes. a phone I'm always like checking on out it, apps yeah. like you know it was just when the iphone just came out so i was downloading all the apps mm-hmm. and and at that time they didn't have like where you can send greeting cards you know mm-hmm. with a with a gift card over text mm-hmm. so we worked on that and we created that oh. so that was really really fun to be have my hands in that yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's really great that you say because obviously when you graduated mm-hmm. it was you mentioned the iPhone had recently come out. So UX design was something new, something different mm-hmm. in a phone. Mm-hmm. And, but I love that you were so open and honest to them. Yeah. Like that, even though you didn't have experience, you were open to learning. Yeah. And that's something I feel that every person should say yeah. in a job, like in, or in life, you know, be mm-hmm. open to learning. Yeah. Like I really, I told, so a lot of, so now that even though I'm an I'm alumni from Cal State Northridge, I go every year mm-hmm. to, they get invited from their uh, group called Saga and I go and look at portfolios and I love going because I 
first of all, I like seeing what's, what's in trend or what's new. You know, mm-hmm. like I even learned from them too. I'm like, wow, how did you create that? And they'll yeah. tell me what programs they use. I'm like, I haven't even used that. I don't know about it. That's amazing. So I love going to that too, to see that, like what's new, but two is giving them my advice, you know, because, yes. uh, when I graduated, it, it, one of the things that I would hear a lot was if you want to get in the graphic design world, just know that you're going to put many hours and you can't, you won't be able to balance like, you know, life balance with Mm -hmm. having a family, you know? And, you know, I, I will hear that, but I didn't go with that. I was like, you know what? I want to have, I want to be a mom and, and it's worked out really well. And even though I didn't have a lot of experience, I was always very truthful. I think that's one of the things my parents taught me just, you know, if you don't know how to do it. And I think that's what every Latino, like if you don't know how to do it, you'll learn it and you'll figure it out. You know, you'll find a way of figuring it out. And so that's what happened with me. Like, I started working when every interview was like, look, I haven't, I don't know how to do UX design. Um, I do not know how to code, but I'm taking a class. I'm learning YouTube. Or if you can teach me like five minutes, I will do my best to go beyond, you know, to do the project for you. You know, yeah, I would stay late, but I was happy to do it Mm -hmm. because I was like, you know, I don't know. It's just like we're the go getter inside me. It's like, do it and, and it's so and it's like if you look at my portfolio my portfolio is not just one thing mm-hmm. it's like so many different things i have di- i touch so many different stuff and and i'm open to learning even right now like even yeah. doing podcasts for me this is amazing i want to learn how to do it too <laughs> and i'll teach you don't yeah, worry yeah yeah and it's great that you mentioned before of how you were recently a stay-at-home mom yeah. people were telling you if you're going to be a graphic designer forget about family life yeah. you won't find that balance but you're saying that you were able to find yes. that balance. So can you share with our listeners? Because I, I feel like we also have listeners that mm-hmm. are, mo- are moms yes. and are trying to find that family balance yeah. and their passion of, of being graphic designers, mm-hmm. but also being mothers. So mm-hmm. how were you able to balance that out? Yeah, I think um, it comes down to, of course, like, you know, we, as a mom, even when we're working or mm-hmm. even if we're just staying home moms, we put that pressure of like, are we doing enough? Are we good moms? Like mm-hmm. even if just going for five minutes to go get our nails done, we feel guilty, you know? So I just had to change that mentality because a lot of, um, for example, me and my family, and I'm guessing a lot of Latino families, um, we put that pressure of the mom being, mm-hmm. has to do everything from cooking and cleaning. I kind of broke all that, you know, like in my family, like I'm first being the oldest, you know, mm-hmm. and being the only one having a, the first, you know, child, yeah. um, <clears throat> I had to like stand up, you know, and say, you know, no, I'm going to go out and party with my sisters yeah. tonight. And they're like, well, por qué no te quedas? you know, why don't yeah. you stay home? You know, you should be with your husband. I'm like, my husband is fine with it. So, I mean, for me, it worked because I have a supporting husband and mm-hmm. I was like, since my daughter was born, he you know, was right next to me and my daughter, like giving her milk, changing her diaper. And I tell that to a lot of women that that are expecting or planning to have children. Mm-hmm. I was like, have your husband be there from the beginning, have them like change diapers, give a bottles because when they, when you want that five or 10 minutes to go get your nails done, you, you, you'll be, uh, you'll know that he'll be okay because it's like, being the second mom, you know, yeah. but that's how it worked for me, you know, and I feel like you just have to, again, be open mm-hmm. and have a supportive per- partner that can help you out and be there for you. And, but, and then to just be outspoken to your family too, if you have family around, just be like, Hey, you know, I 
don't believe in like I, I, you know being home like yes. I want to go and explore because it's not like you have a child your life is over yeah. it, it doesn't mean that so all the moms out there if you want to you know explore and do some start like you know for me YouTube take YouTube class you know look at YouTube if you want to learn how to do embroidery like how I did it I just started you know, doing it my, on my own and then reaching out to a lot of people on social media. For me, it was uh, Instagram, you know, started meeting new women and, and seeing what they're doing. You just build a community. Yeah. So, um, but it's not over. You can go do a lot of different things and everything you now you can take classes even online mm-hmm. to get a degree, you know, and if you have any questions, you know, reach out to me. I'll yeah. be like happy to you know, give you my information. Yeah, <laughs> what definitely. yeah, totally. Yeah. And I feel like, like you said, you know, a parent being a parent, I, I'm not yeah. one yet, but like it, it takes two, you know, yeah. and it's great that your husband is supportive and yeah. is there. And also is, you know, is a father, is a parent yeah. just like you. Yeah. And I want to know, so we, we touched yeah. on the family life yeah. and everything. And while you were in American greetings, can you share you know, the wins that you were while you were there and maybe the lessons that you learned along Mm -hmm. the way and the mistakes, because I think it's really important to talk about that too, that you now incorporate it, incorporate into your current job and in your own company. Yeah. Claudia Ramos Designs. Designs. Yes. Um, so for American greetings, like I said, I didn't Mm -hmm. have, I didn't have any experience doing greeting cards. You know, I would just Mm -hmm. be the one buying it. (laughs) So going there it was like it opened my eyes Mm -hmm. and um more being um in the office i was the only latina there um then later on they hired another one but it's like as i thought it's so bad (laughs) (laughs) but But, i was the only you know latina there that time when i got hired so um i was like okay i need to represent i need you know it's like you don't say it out loud but in your mind you're Mm -hmm. like okay there's a lot of gavachos here. <laughs> I need to represent, you know, show them my culture. The girl from L.A., hi, you know, talk about yeah. it, you know. And so what I learned a lot was just, like, you know, how to, um, you know, for me it was, like, being part of, a, uh, you know, brainstorms, you know, bringing your ideas, you know. Because for me, even though uh, walking in and not knowing a lot of the stuff that these people, a lot of them went to school for or they've been working for many years, um, I had to, you know, I, I mean, be really truthful. I had like low self-esteem because, you know, just mm-hmm. being a mom, you know, and then coming yes. to this, I was like, oh my God, these people are so advanced. They're amazing. And so when I would go to brainstorms, I would be like very uh, kind of scared to say mm-hmm. certain things. So I'll just be, have my voice very low and to say, oh, why don't you do this? But then later in time, I was like, you know what? Uh, you know, met some friends that were like very inspiring in, mm-hmm. in the office and um, they were like, Claudia, you have amazing ideas. You should do it. So then I started speaking up. And then I was there for three years. So, like, by the second year, it was different. I was already, like, bringing in my, my drawings yeah. and, um, you know, brainstorming, collaborating, or saying, you know, we should try this. So I learned a lot about speaking up and then not being afraid to ask questions. Because I will be there sitting the first maybe week or two or months. I was, was sitting there trying to figure out stuff on my own. And Mm -hmm. I was afraid to ask questions because I didn't want to look really bad, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, this time she doesn't know how to do it, you know? So, uh, I just started asking questions and, and a lot of them are very nice and they will help me out, you know, by showing me like, oh, you just do these steps or, oh yeah, 
answer whatever yeah. questions. So um, that's something I learned about myself because I I was that that's been following me since I was a kid, mm-hmm. like being um, afraid to ask questions. Like even when the teacher will point you out, yeah. you'll be like, I know the answer, but I'll just give the wrong yeah. answer because I was Aww. scared. Yeah. Okay. So once I grew older and I started actually working on companies like mm-hmm. this, I was like, oh, I started learning a lot about myself, you know, asking questions, be, not being afraid to speak up, mm-hmm. um, you know, gaining that gain, confidence, gaining that confidence about yourself. And, and then, you know, and then it got me back to learning, I mean, not learning, but doing what I love, which is drawing, yes. you know, and coming, you know, figuring and then like that's when I started like, okay, I want to do my own business. What can I do? Yeah. Yeah. But that pushed me to doing that because then the office closed here in LA because their, their corporate office is in, um, in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And so they, uh, they closed the LA office. So I was like, what am I going to do? So I had like basically a year, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to figure out what I wanted to do. So that's where I was like, I'm going to open an Etsy shop. And it came all from my friend. Uh, She was getting married and she's like, Hey, would you like to draw my save the date? And, um, I was like, okay, uh, let's do it. And I, I was like, but I draw very cutesy. I mean, if you look at my work, um, I try to do like a very kawaii, Mm -hmm. uh, style, but with a Latin flavor to it, you know? And so, and very colorful. So she really loved it. And I got to draw her first save the date and I posted it up on Instagram. This is when Instagram wasn't like, too much you know like with the algorithm and all that stuff wasn't like crazy like now so (laughs) i actually um i forgot the name of the the magazine is a wedding wedding magazine they saw my illustration and they were like oh my god do you sell this on on etsy and i was like yeah "Yeah, i opened my etsy and i'm taking in anybody that would like me to draw their save the date or birthday cards or whatever. And they were like, we would love to put, uh, your, uh, drawings, this, this yeah. specific save the date card as trends that are coming in 2000. Uh, what was it? That I got? Like 2014 or 16. I forgot it was uh-huh. the year, but they were like, we would like to put it in next year's magazine and as a trend and they put it and they put my name with my Etsy and how much it costs. And that kind of gave me more traffic. And got more. And I was like, okay, I have something. Yeah. And people were like actually reaching out to me. They were like, can you do save the date? And then it was all actually like the style that I like drawing. Mm-hmm. So I was very surprised. Like, okay, I have something here. Like people actually like my cute drawings, which yeah. I was thinking at first, oh, you know, it's just for my friend, but <laughs> people were reaching out to me and, and then that just pushed me more to start exploring more and more mm-hmm. what I wanted to do and what I'm doing now. Oh, that's amazing to hear. Cause you. it's amazing that you through your finding self-confidence, you rediscovered your passion mm-hmm. towards graphic design. Yeah. And you know, even though the LA office of American greetings closed down, yeah. it was also a double motivation yeah. to open up, um, um, Claudia Ramos designs. Yeah. And, having that early on that exposure mm-hmm. that's amazing to hear yeah how was that able were, so i guess you you know obviously you mm-hmm. designed your save the dates but how was that for anyone that's in that process of open up opening up their shop mm-hmm. and doing the orders by themselves yeah. can you share with us that first maybe year or two yeah. of you of doing all the orders of designing and maybe 
you know, the accomplishments yeah. and the mistakes. Yeah. So for me, the accomplishment was first, like just even opening the shop because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, again, I didn't go to school for business. So everything I did, did was like trial and error. How do I get, you know, to explore and show people that this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, so opening the shop was a big accomplishment. Getting my work out there was a big accomplishment, but at the same time, like, uh, one of the not mistakes, but just kind of like things that I will do that I was like, okay, next, next time I want to mm-hmm. do better. You know, I wanted, um, for, for example, me, when I would, for, for the save the dates, I would do digital. So mm-hmm. I wasn't printing. So it would be like, you reached out to me and I'll be like, Hey, I'll create, you know, I'll do a save the date for you. It'll be digital. I'll send it to you as a JPEG and I'll send it to you in different sizes, like yes. high resolution. If you wanted to print it in a big banner or whatever like yeah. that. So, um, so that's one of the things and customer service was my thing. Cause again, I'm very in tune yeah. making people happy. So like if a customer was like, Oh, the picture maybe is too, um, I would like to bigger. And so I will make it bigger for them. And so I was always on top of that. Um, but then once I started creating like, let's say lapel pins or things where I have mm-hmm. to ship or, um, stickers, I, that's when I started, uh, I met other women that, found me i mean taught me ways of kind of like i don't know if i should say it but kind of like cheating the system (laughs) like how to print like a better a good price of like a label like where you can get like this you know the label papers Mm -hmm. like you know (laughs) i I know i shouldn't be saying this but reach out to me if you want to know but um it's on uh they will let's just say over at the end of the day it was meeting other women that i met at work or outside Mm -hmm. that are are on social media that do their own business and asking and they will be like oh yeah you can find label stickers really cheap at Mm -hmm. this website or um you know the packaging the bubble packaging you can find on amazon for this price so i was like okay great so then from there i just started like doing all that and then i was like okay now with my graphic design background i want to give it a look so mm-hmm. if you order from me the packaging is like a sticker of my logo yeah and uh, i know i saw you yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and i will write outside like hello hola and then um i'll put stickers inside and then usually a little note with my um with my postcard or a card saying thank you so much with your name and a signature making it special i write all like my thank yous yeah. because I just make it, it makes it very special that I actually took the time to write first pers- the person's name yeah. and be like, yeah, I'm giving you like this five minutes to write. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes it very special. And then to, um, the packaging is like a pink, mm-hmm. like bubble, uh, envelopes so i wanted it to kind of fall into my brand to make it very colorful and fun so because you know when you get packages everything's brown mm-hmm. and i wanted it to be like whoa what is this pink little yeah. package and it's like oh it's claudia yay yeah <laughs> it's so you your aesthetic and you know style of design is is so to the point through packaging your stickers your keychains like yeah. everything oh, and i love you. that and it's you gave us a really great tips for yeah. like entrepreneurs who are wanting to open yeah. up their own shop. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talked about you opening up, um, your, your comp, your design company. And can you share with us that, op- that moment when you found the graphic design position at Hasbro? How was that like? Yeah. I'm still like, Whoa. cause, um, first of all, I never, heard of Hasbro I just knew of their competitors Mm -hmm. Mattel Barbie you know like the you know they're so big right Mm -hmm. 
So first of all, I never knew that a graphic designer can work in the toy industry. I always thought it would be like for packaging, mm-hmm. you know, or marketing. But to do what I do, it's like which is creating the the graphics or the textile on the fabric art. So like if you see Disney Princess, all the cute little flowers or the hearts or these beautiful um, you know, for Moana, the grass dress yeah. and or descendants, all the studs and the jackets and things like that. I do the artwork on it. Yeah, oh, no. amazing. So I that's my job. But I never thought that like all the stuff that I learned in college and during my career, I can apply it mm-hmm. there because I was already doing all that stuff for my uh, for my my work. Mm-hmm. So so let me so when I. Okay, so when I was at uh, American Greetings, I was like, okay, one of the goals was to explore what can I do with, you know, aside from my save the days, what can I do where I can make it a career, like an actual, like, full-time job. So I found out that in New York, they have this event. um, I don't know the name. I'll give it to you later on. But it's an event in in New York where all these uh, textile designers Mm -hmm. go and they show their work where they can work with other uh, clients like from American greetings. That's how I found out because American greetings go to the, goes to these and they see other artists and they're like, Oh wow, you create these, you know, we would love to hire you as a yeah. freelancer to, you know, work, do some yeah. greeting cards for us or for whatever, you know, cause they just don't do greeting cards. They do other products and things like that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to bust my booty and create all these repeat patterns. So I taught myself how to do repeat patterns and, I wanted it to be fun and then um, like my culture, which is like, you know, very fun, very colorful, bright colors and and very kawaii, you know, uh-huh. cute. So I if, if you go to my website, you'll see a, like there's one where it's like a, a, a section where it says textile and they're like little ice creams and little unicorns and like these lemons and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So they're all fun. Yeah. So that was my goal. I was like, okay, next year I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to show my book. I was mm-hmm. just going to go there and show my book to anybody that wanted to see it and pass yeah. my business card. So during that, when I was working on doing that, I had a lot of stuff already and mm-hmm. I started putting it on, on online. And then I was working, um, I, I had an agency, like a, a hiring agency that reached out to me and they were like, Hey, we have a toy company yeah. that's looking f- to, for a temp for a year. Will you be interested? Yeah. And I was like, well, let me go for the interview. I never heard of Hasbro. And then I searched online. I'm like, Oh, they're the people that do the monopoly, mm-hmm. you know? So and much more too, but at that time for me it was the monopoly man. So I went and they were like, I had so much to show. Like I even had a bag that I got it printed with my my pattern. I had my notebook that had my well, not this one, I'm saying, but <laughs> the one I had at home is like a notebook with my repeat pattern. So basically, I was promoting all my work that I was wearing. Yeah. And then they're like, "What? You did this phone case?" And I was like, "Yeah, with this my with my stuff on it." And then. They were like, okay, we would like to hire you as a, as a temp for a year. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, okay. So during that whole year, I learned so much about how to set up your files, mm-hmm. you know, because um, we use a lot of Illustrator and Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And then I got really, like, pushed to create artwork that looks really realistic, more on the Descendants line, because mm-hmm. everything is, like, like, grungy and, like, dirt and the opposite of your yeah style. exactly yeah. opposite of what i do very cute and but still keeping it very fashionable mm-hmm. and a little bit of a flair of a female you know in there mm-hmm. so 
I got to learn all that, and I was like, I'm going to work my booty off until I get hired. So every day I was telling the designers, hey, put a good word on me. Uh, you know, that was another thing. I, yeah. I, I, I'm so genuinely, like, love meeting people. So uh, I, I call myself a social butterfly. So I was, like, basically in the whole office while talking mm-hmm. and people, like, you know, making new friends. And then when the time was for me to get, like, you know, for me to contract to end, they were like, we would like to offer you a full-time job. And then, so ever since that, I've been there for three years. Um, and I, I love it. You know, I was like, you know, I have the opportunity, like Mm -hmm. the advice I can give everybody is like, even if it's a temp job or even if in an internship, like throw yourself out there, talk Mm -hmm. to people, let them know. Don't be afraid to say like, I want to get hired. Yeah. You put a good word for me. You know, so I, I tell like people that every time, like, cause you never know. I mean, you might, you know, you're planting a seed on people yeah. and then if they see that you are genuinely want to work for them, they will give you an opportunity. Or if they don't give you an opportunity full time, they'll hire you as a freelancer, mm-hmm. which a lot of times that's what happens. You get, they don't, you know, you get a freelancer and then you give them work, you know, if they are good and everything like that, you know, so just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. be afraid to show that you want the job that you're yeah. passionate about working yeah. in the company. Exactly. And yeah. they want us, you know, not just with this company, but every company, mm-hmm. they want to hire somebody that's like hungry to learn mm-hmm. and that are willing to try new things because I feel like no, you shouldn't just stick to one thing. You know, mm-hmm. you should try to explore and challenge yourself because that makes, you know, your life you know, more, you know, yeah. you know, inter, you know, what's it called? Exciting. You know, it's just, so I just tell people, just don't be afraid. Go talk to, you know, this person over there and let them know. I'll put a, and me too. I am this, that person yeah. too. I will put a good word for you. Like, I'm not afraid to be like, Hey, you know, this person is, their contract is almost done. Yeah. You know, I was wondering if we're going to hire her. If not, let me just put a good word for her. Cause I work so well with her or with him, you know, and, um, I would love to continue working with them. Yeah. So, you know, just oh, be supportive. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's great to hear that, yeah. you know, people did the same for you yeah. and that you're doing the same for other, you know, employees and like giving back. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And also not being afraid to like speak up and no. say that you want to be working there. And I, I have to ask. Yeah. How, what does your daughter think of you working oh in Hasbro goodness. and you know, making the clothes of descendants of Disney princesses like Moana? I know, right? Uh, so <laughs> it's so funny because I love my daughter, but she's the total opposite of me. Oh. Like I was like, honey, do you want um, some Disney princess like Cinderella? Or she's like, no. She's like into she's like into Minecraft. She's a mm-hmm. gamer girl. Mm-hmm. She likes Sanrio, but she likes Agrasuko. I think that's how you pronounce yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, me too. But she likes. She's very like edgy with a mm-hmm. little bit of more of a tomboy. Mm-hmm. I think she takes more on with my husband because I, I'm trying. I think this is the reason. So me after I started working, my husband ended up getting uh, a. Uh, what's it called thyroid mm-hmm. which caused his eyes one of his eyes to bulge so and with that happening he had to have like five or six surgeries so he basically stopped working mm-hmm. and he was at home for like 
I would say my daughter's 11. So we'll say eight years or Mm -hmm. seven years. I basically been the breadwinner, like supporting my husband and my daughter. And so with him taking the role of being the father, stay home father, Mm -hmm. um, she's been more like, you know, close to him, even though I've been, I mean, I'm close to her. She loves me and everything, but you can see that he's influenced her more, you know, like who you, you you know what I mean? So he loves playing games, video games. He loves comic books. Like I'm not a hardcore, like, Oh, comic book girl, you know, like star Wars or Lord of the Rings. Like that's stuff I didn't grow up with, but Mm -hmm. he's into all that. So she loves all that, like Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so if I show her those, she's like, oh, that's cool. Because I get to yeah. work on some Marvel stuff. But when it comes to the princess, she's like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> okay, cute mommy. Good job. I mean, she did like the equestrian girls. Because mm-hmm. if I don't know if you've seen the new equestrian girls. They're like a little bit more like a edgy tomboy kind of feel to it. Okay. You know, like the Rainbow Dash. She's play- mm-hmm. She loves playing soccer. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she like gravitates to where she feels that she can relate to that. Yeah. But yeah, she's very influenced by my husband. Um, but she likes some stuff like me with like Latino culture yeah. and some of the Sanrio characters. She loves the k- kawaii cute stuff. But like the princess, she yeah, she's no, not, it's not it. for her. No, it's not. Yeah. No, she's not. <laughs> and I, it's good that you mentioned that you're, you know, the breadwinner yeah. of your family. Mm-hmm. And they feel like, a lot of not only Latinas but a lot of women in mm-hmm. America right now, the roles have switched. You know, yes. the now the ma- the the husband is the stay at home dad, yeah. and the mom is the breadwinner. Yeah. And since Ellas is a Latina focused podcast, yeah. can you share how, as a Latina, you're the breadwinner of the, of the family and? Maybe some listen. Uh, our listeners are going through that too. Yeah. Can you give maybe advice on how you were able to maybe have your family family understand yeah. that? Because you know how it's, Latino families are, yep. and how maybe the th- yeah advice for them to yeah. to just make people understand, but also have yourself find the motivation to just like not care about mm-hmm. other people's opinions. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. T- touching that subject for me, it's, uh, means a lot because mm-hmm. I had to learn so much deep about my emotions mm-hmm. mentally, uh, physically, and even with my family. Um, because again, my family is, uh, my parents are very old school mm-hmm. and, to have them see that their daughter is taking care of, of, of their husband, you know, her husband for them is like, Oh, well, he's lazy. Why is he not working? Even though I will, they will see him with an eye patch that he yeah. just had a surgery and I was explained to them. Um, I don't think they understood it was for them. It was like, he should be taking care of you, mm-hmm. you know? And so for me, it's like, I had to, which is one of the things in in our family is like you never talk back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. it's not that really talking back. It was standing up for myself. Mm-hmm. I had to tell them then, then why did we come to United States? Didn't we come here to have a better life? Mm-hmm. You know, like the reason a lot of times in other countries, they don't have these advantages, you know, these, you know, because there is not offered. So we're here to better our lives, you yes. know? So I said, you know, I'm a educated woman 
And, you know, he's an educated man too, but my, our situation didn't fall into what in your eyes is mm-hmm. what's supposed to be yeah. the tradition, the tradition, right? So I had to really, really stand up, stand, uh, stand up for myself. And the way I was able to kind of not care was like, I kept on saying this to myself, they're not paying my bills. Mm-hmm. They're not there helping me where I'm by myself at home, maybe even crying because I, I feel maybe that I'm guilty that I'm not there with mm-hmm. my daughter. And, and, you know, I'm at work from from 9.30 to like 5.30, you know, and, and then I get home to maybe for two hours, spend time with her, mm-hmm. put her to sleep and then jump on my business, you know. And so that's another stress there, too. So yeah. I have basically three jobs, you know. My nine to five, my daughter, my family, my husband and my daughter, and then my business. Mm-hmm. So, and then I get to do time to do my own thing, which is embroidery, yeah. like sit down and watch Netflix and do embroidery, which is like my me time, you know? So, um, it, it's, it was really hard for me. I'm going to mm-hmm. be truthful because there were moments that I will look at him and be like, why can't you go work? And it's like, he was taking, he's was taking depression pills because he mm-hmm. went through it and which is something you don't talk about a lot mm-hmm. in the latin culture like okay well he's just in bed well why is he in bed and it's because he was depressed and he was uh very he will get these nasty migraines because of the the sensitivity of the light like for mm-hmm. example the light right here this will give him well not no more because the last surgery like helped him out but he we were living like bats in our house because he couldn't handle like even the dimmest lights mm-hmm. so so a lot of in our marriage, there was a lot of struggles because I was like getting the pressure of my family mm-hmm. talking to my ear and then I would look at him and then I will give him the pressure too. But then I had to just like in time, I just had to accept it. This is this, what's going on. We are married and we need to talk and which is mm-hmm. what we did. And then, um, just move forward and build a happy place for my daughter and him and me. And like I said, they're not paying my bills. And I had to just kind of be like, well, this is what's going on. And, and, you know, there's moments that, uh, you know, when we're at home with my family, I, we've had moments where I talked to my sisters and we had arguments or my, mm-hmm. or my mom and my dad. And I'm like, listen, I don't come here to visit you to argue. I, I just want to see you guys and have a great time. And this is my life and you just have to accept it. You know, I accept whatever life you guys are going through and just to be the same with me, just mm-hmm. be supportive. And so that's, that's what it's, you know, how it's been, you know, yeah. uh, I love my mom. I love my dad. I love my sisters. I love my husband and my daughter, yeah. but it's just like, you have to, you just have to stand up. That was another mm-hmm. stand up for yourself. And that's another lesson that I learned now that I'm mm-hmm. about to be 40. I'm like, just don't be afraid to say, you know, what you feel, even if it's going to hurt somebody. Yeah. So you know that it's coming from a good place, that from love. And if you don't take care of yourself, you're basically just going to break down. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? So I think that's one of the, like, I, he's taught me a lot too. And he's learned a lot too about himself because mm-hmm. he got the pressure from, you know, even what we see in TV, that men should work, right? Mm-hmm. So he didn't feel like a man, too. You know, he felt like he was useless. But I was like, no, you are doing an amazing job. Like, my my daughter is going, about to start going to middle school, and she's, like, in an in um, advanced, uh, like, AP classes mm-hmm. like that, you know? And it's all because of him, because he was 
helping her out after school and putting her in programs. And, um, you know, of course I was involved, but it was more him, you know, cause you're more, your life is your child, yeah. right? When you're full-time father or full-time yeah. mother, you know? And so I, I'm like telling him, you are doing amazing. You know, our daughter is so smart, mm-hmm. you know, she loves computers and she's loves science. So I'm telling him, don't ever think, Less because if it would be for a woman, it would be like, yay, you know, they give you props for that. Right. But for men, they just see it as like, oh, he's just taking advantage of her. And but he's not. He he cooks, he cleans, he goes and buys groceries. um, He supports me like he he takes me to events or I will not even if it wasn't for him, too. I wouldn't be able to attend a lot of the summits that I go to or even work on my business, Mm -hmm. you know, because you know, you need somebody to help you out as if you more, if you have a child, you know, you need somebody to support you. And he's like the next mom. Like I can basically go to Palm Springs for a whole week. And I know that my daughter will be taken care of, you know? So yeah, it's a, it's a group, like a team. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's, it's great that, you know, you're another example of reframing the traditional family roles, you know, not only is the mom supposed to um, stay at home and take Mm -hmm. care of the kids, you know, it's like the father's just as capable, you know, to take care of her, to educate her, to provide that same love that you would also provide to her. And it's great that you stood up, that you had that, that you put that, you put that line of between your parents and then your family, which is, um, your husband and your daughter. Mm -hmm. And I love that you also mentioned that he gives you the, um, you know, the time for you to go to all your summits because, (laughs) If you're like me, if you follow Claudia, you're always going to summits. And I love yeah. that. I love that you have that time and that interest of yeah. going to these summits mm-hmm. and improving and yes. learning and, you know, meeting amazing women yeah. and networking with them. Mm-hmm. Can you share that with us? Yeah. Can, you know, like for our listeners who are want, are interested in going to summits and yeah. they're like, hmm, um, I need that. They need that little um, step to yeah. just take that decision and go to yeah one. so for example me it was like again i'm always on social media mm-hmm. and so i saw that there was a lot of there were some summits and i'm like what is this so i started reading blogs and so i was like okay what's what's going on and then i was like i went to my first one was alt summit and it was it was in palm springs for a whole week and mm-hmm. of course my husband's like yeah well actually no it wasn't for a week take that back it was for three days mm-hmm. so my husband's like yeah go this is your time to go and be by yourself and learn. And I was scared because I didn't know anybody. I was like, okay, I don't know anything about this, uh, any ladies here. So I'm just going to go. So I was in the hotel by myself and, uh, I actually enjoyed it because I had the whole bed to myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I got to do whatever I want, eat whatever I wanted, (laughs) but meeting different ladies. Like I just started going out there and I was like, hi, what's your name? And you know, uh, then from there I just started meeting more, more ladies that Mm -hmm. I kept in touch. And so you, you call them your Instagram friends because that's Mm -hmm. where you meet them. And I mean, you get to keep in touch. So, uh, I got to meet a lot of other ladies there. And then, um, that, 
pushed me to other summits. So I was like, oh, have you heard of this summit? Like word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's this? And what is this? So the other one I've been to was uh, We All Grow, which is um, it's amazing because it's all a Latina, mm-hmm. uh, you know, summit. Where you, This one was for three days, I, that's what I think. And it was in Long Beach. So it was amazing because it's like catered to uh, entrepreneurial women. Even if you're tr- you're trying to start or just thinking about mm-hmm. starting, um, and it's different kinds of entrepreneur ladies from psychologists, doctors, um, you know, artists, uh, designers, everything that you can think of. And it's like, wow, I can't. I didn't know there was. Latinas that were doing this yeah. and this and and it's just amazing to watch them like up there in the panel and talk about their experience or even listening to poetry which is I've never been exposed to so even hearing some Latinas reading their poetry that was mm-hmm. amazing I was like wow like you had moments like everybody was crying at the end of the day they're like oh my god this is amazing mm-hmm. now I'm in love with poetry <laughs> you know and um so just, uh, you know, for me, it's been word of mouth and then you find a bigger community and then, you know, from there they show you other events. And then I just knew that this year I wanted to concentrate on going to summits mm-hmm. and, uh, some of the summits, you know, I paid for it. And then some of the summits I've been invited, mm-hmm. you know, and I, which I was surprised. I was like, what? Like, I'm just Claudia, you know, like you're amazing. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Don't forget that. Thank you. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if yeah. you, uh, like for example, you and your podcast, you know, it's your world, yeah. you know, you're by your, you know, I mean, for me, I'm by myself when it comes to my business. So everything I do, it's, I'm posting it up. Yeah. I'm, I'm my, my mission is to spread joy and, and, you know, inspire other women, but I don't, you don't hear it until you go out there and then you're like, Somebody comes up to you and they're like, oh, my God, Claudia, I, you know, I love your work and you're so inspirational. I'm like, what? Me? I'm just the girl from L.A. Yeah. And then they're like, no, you know, and then it's so it's nice to hear it because like you're by yourself all day putting these things up mm-hmm. online. And, you know, you're like, would people actually like this drawing? Would people like the saying? Would they mm-hmm. like this picture? So it's like when you hear people come up to you and or they invite you to come to the summits, you know, I'm like, wow. I'm just little, little Claudia here, yeah. just spreading joy, but thank you. And so it's just meeting new people. And, um, and again, I think being genuine, that's just yes. me. I feel like a lot of the stuff has, if you give out, you know, good vibes and your mm-hmm. intentions are coming from a good place, you know, then you get that back. Yeah. I feel like I've been, that's what I, it's been my whole career and my whole life. So I feel like I've gotten a lot of, uh, open doors Mm -hmm. you know like even just meeting you too like you know it's amazing i was like oh i love you you know your 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 background and i love your reasons of doing this you know and i want to support you you know i want to support you you, and it's like because you you know it's just beautiful to see that you Mm -hmm. know i feel like when people more for our culture you know Mm -hmm. if you you don't see that a lot. Yeah. And if you do, it's usually not for the right things, you know, you see more now like the news, what they're showing. And it's like, no, we have more to share, you know, and we have artists, we have writers, you know, we have pot. Is that the word? Podcasters? Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, journalists and all that stuff. So it's like, 
there's more than just what we see in TV. You yeah. Know? yeah, there's more. And I'm really happy and proud and inspired that you're, you know, another great example of our community. Oh, thank you. That you're doing amazing things, you know, at Hasbro with Claudia Ramos Designs, yeah. with your people, with the circle of your friends, yes. that you're inspiring them too with yeah. your family. Yeah. And I would love to, if you can share mm -hmm. advice to, you know, younger um, mm -hmm. Latinas who are interested in graphic design, who yeah. are interested in opening up their business. Yeah. What advice would you share? Um, the, so first of all, just know that everything you do, um, you might not know at the, you know, at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. Just keep exploring. Like more as an artist, you want to, like I, one of the things I've been getting challenged right now. So if you go to my website or even follow me on Instagram, mm -hmm. I have so many different things from yeah. like embroidery, illustrations, and then it's pictures and what else, uh, claymation or whatever, you know, I, and it's because I'm an artist and, and I'm still learning about mm -hmm. myself and I keep hearing like people, well, what is what you're concentrating like what yeah. do you want to do like what is your thing and I'm like I don't know I mean I've just been doing everything I love and it's been working you know I I don't feel like I need to put a category that I just yeah. do perfume or that I just do keychains you know mm -hmm. I I just want to like I guess the thing is be fearlessly creative that's one of yeah. the things I keep saying is be fearlessly creative because you know, that's the beauty. So like, if you're going to start doing something, just explore on yourself. Like, what do you want to do? If you like cooking, then start cooking and taking pictures of your food and then reaching out to other people that like cooking. Or if you like drawing, then start drawing and putting, you know, hashtagging people that do illustrations. And then if you want to open your business, you know, for me, it was, you know, Etsy. Mm -hmm. and um but there's other things you can do too you can open your own website you know for example me was wix you mm -hmm. know and then i know there's squarespace you know you can open your own little shop there too so and then it's like not being afraid to let's say there's an artist that you like or there's a designer that you like or somebody that's doing aside from design but like Bit other stuff like um, I don't know marketing mm -hmm. just reach out to them send them a DM and be like hi you know I love your work and I was wondering if you'll be open to being you know giving me some advice yeah. people love well I love mentoring you yeah. know so if you need advice you can hit me up and like you know how you reached out to me mm -hmm. you know it's all direct message you know yeah. and I was like who's this girl and I was like <laughs> oh my god what I love this. And I started listening to your podcast and I was like, this is amazing. I love the message behind it. I would totally love to support you and, and, you know, get exposure and then help each other out. You know, it's Thank you. like I yeah. said, that's one of the things I like about the, we all grow summit. Cause it's mm -hmm. one of their saying is, it's like when one grows, we all grow. And it's exactly. so true. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true because, you know, we help each other out and for the community too. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So if you have any questions, you know, reach out to me. I'm not afraid to even give you my connections of like where you get the pins yeah. or whatever, you know, but I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I just opened up a new Instagram. So I decided to draw these little, I don't know if you saw my little hip hop girls, the LA hip hop girls that I do with the cactus, the little, the little cactus and oh, all that stuff. That was my favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite. So a lot of the girls. So if you, so I decided to create a, a whole Instagram for them. It's called what, like, uh, Hola Mijas Bonitas. That's what mm -hmm. I called it. And so I'm trying to get the, the website for it. Mm -hmm. But, um, I basically drew these girls for a long time and they're all inspired 
by me growing up in LA. So I'm going to give them, you know, I'm going back to them and I'm giving them a different hair color, kind of like giving them a different identity. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to inspire them growing up in LA and growing up in an apartment and just showing the beauty of being in, in, uh, in LA with so many different cultures. But I do want to kind of like, for right now, I want to concentrate on being Latina because there's mm-hmm. different type of Latinas. You know, yes. there's brown, there's light, red hair, yes. you know, dark, you know, everything. So I, that's what I wanted to show. So I'm in the process on that one. Mm-hmm. But I'm really, really excited to see. But that's another thing there. I go there and explore other stuff, yeah. you know, so like try to create little comic strips out of them. So, oh, yeah, so I'm really excited. It's going to be like a whole little different, a little world of them, but. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, I wish you a lot of success. Thank I you. know it's going to be amazing. Yay, so I love you. them already because I, I saw photos. So I yeah, know. they're so cute. They're right here. Sorry, I know we're talking about it, but yeah. you know, they can see it. But we'll take photos yes. and show uh, it on Instagram. See, like, these little girls. Oh yes, I love them. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm going back to them and I'm kind of giving them different colors, mm-hmm. kind of giving because I wanted to, I gave them. One of them is going to be called Claudia, of course, but then I'm giving them yes. different names. Mm-hmm. So I just want to give them a world where little girls can be like, who are they? Ah. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty exploring on that. So I'm really excited. Because oh, you don't, you haven't seen that. No. I, w- I wish I would have had yeah. that when I was five. Yeah, right? You, I know? Have, you don't really see that. I mean, right now they're, they're like, I know they're just in the beginning, but mm-hmm. like the ones I've been working at home, they're like different color shades mm-hmm. and different hair colors, curly, straight. You know, morenitas, yeah. you know, dark, everything. Everything. So. As Latinos look like, you know, from Afro-Asians, yeah. Afro-Latinos, mm-hmm. um, you know, white Latinos, yeah. brown Latinos, red hair, yeah. blonde. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have the, all the same tone. Color. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. No. So I just thought it would be really cute. Like, that's where my graphic mm-hmm. uh, experience comes in where, because I draw them all in Illustrator. And, yeah. I mean, well, first in I draw them in sketch and then I transfer it in Illustrator. So that's where my graphic design, mm-hmm. my passion goes in. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm, I know I drew them for fun that day, but I'm going to explore more. Yeah. Because I've gotten so many compliments on them. And I was like, what if I created a whole world for them? I mean, maybe it'll build into something more, you know, but yeah. all for right now is like concentrated in L.A. And, you know, what I saw, but in a fun way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Aww. Yeah. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And now that we have had this amazing and inspiring conversation, mm-hmm. I want you to just, just reflect and like yeah. look back and what advice would you give to little Claudia oh. that you would have wished you have heard at, oh my at a young God. age? Girl, you want to go deep. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny that you actually... See, I know that me and you are so in tune because in my Instagram, I actually did that. I put a picture of myself in elementary school. I don't know. I'll send it to you so you mm-hmm. can post it. But there's a picture of me in my elementary school. I'm wearing this, uh, this, I'm like smiling with the background, you know, the 80s background mm-hmm. with that blue with the stripes on the back. And I'm wearing this bow tie with this stripe, a black and white striped dress. And I said, what would I say to myself? And I said, you know, I think for me is don't be like what I know now is don't be afraid to speak up mm-hmm. and continue being yourself, your silly self, continue being fun and, um, and always be heartwarming and truthful 
Because I feel I've always been like that. That's one of the things that I'm very, not, I don't know if the word is sensitive. It's like just very in tune with people's yeah. emotions. Like I can meet you that like for five minutes and I'll be like, if I saw you crying, I'll go up to you and be like, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Like, do you need a hug? Or I'll be that girl that you're walking in the street and I will smile at you even yeah. though I don't know you. You know, because you never know what that person is going through that day and mm-hmm. that smile can make their day. Yeah. So I'm really in tune with that. Like I'm very, so I'll just continue telling, I'll just tell that little Claudia, just speak up. Don't be afraid. Nothing's going to happen. And just continue being who you are there. You're going to do great. Yeah. And I'm still learning. And I know that, I mean, I never thought I would be here. Like, I never thought I would be sitting and doing a podcast. Like, seriously, never thought that. And it's just, you never know what your life is yeah. going to put you. But, like, if my person person who I am uh, wasn't open and spread joy and love, I think I would never, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, reach the things reach that out, you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, um, just continue being yourself. Aww, and so don't beautiful. be afraid. <laughs> and I, lovely, lovely advice. And Claudia, for everyone that's interested, yeah. where can they follow you? Yes. Where can they shop your amazing oh. keychains? I have one here. It yes. says, Chingona si soy y cabrona y bonita. Yes. Where can they shop and where can they find you on Instagram? Yes. So right now, I just transitioned from my Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. So you can go to my website at claudiaramos.com. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Claudia Ramos Designs. Did I say, wait, ClaudiaRamos.com or did I say Claudia? <laughs> Let's go back. Well, it's Claudia Ramos Designs. Designs yeah. Sorry. It's Claudia Ramos Designs.com. Okay. Sorry. And then you can follow me on my Instagram, Claudia Ramos Designs. Yeah. And you can email me, uh, at Claudia Ramos, Claudia Ramos Designs at gmail.com. Um, if you have any questions, even if it's something that, if you're listening to this podcast and it touched you and you just wanted to talk to somebody and get some advice, hit me up. You know, I'm really open to give my advice. And, um, if you, uh, if you want to learn a little bit about the summits that I've gone mm-hmm. to, you can hit me up too. So amazing. Yay. And is the Instagram open for Mijas? Uh, oh yes. So hola Mijas, which is bonitas, H- which is H H O L A Mijas M I J A S Bonitas B O N I T A S. Yes, yes, you can follow me there. Maybe I should put it on my Instagram of Claudia Ramos Designs where uh-huh. people can click on it. But I, I, you're just gonna see one picture right now because I just <laughs> literally put a picture on Friday <laughs> and I put it out there. I was like, yeah. I just opened a shop. I'm not a shop, but a little yeah. Instagram for the girls. Cause a lot of people really like them. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do one. And I just thought it would be cute. Like, hola, mijas, yeah. bonitas, you know? Yeah. Cause we are beautiful. We are beautiful. We, we are, are beautiful, beautiful and diverse. Yes. And we can do anything mm. we set ourselves to do. Yes, yeah. we are. You know, I'm, I'm really happy. Thank you so much for thank inviting you. me. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much. You can follow at you can follow AS at Instagram. That is E the podcast. And if you want to share your story with me and beyond AS, please email me at 
A-S the podcast. That is E-L-L-A-S the podcast at gmail.com. And follow me at Instagram at brand underscore hi. That's B-R-E-N underscore J-A-I. And thank you again for listening to another episode. Thank you, Claudia, thank for you, being thank you, thank here. You. And I'll be listening to you. I'll be talking to you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Adios. And tomorrow, I'll be in Latina Fest in LA. And please, if you're there and you see me, don't be scared or shy. Approach me. You can ask me any questions. I'll be happy to talk to you and meet you. And also, Claudia will be there. Yes, I will be there. So again, yeah. yes, please come up and say hi. I mean, I'm just going as a guest, you know, just Same. Uh, saying hi and looking at all the beautiful arts and uh, supporting all the people that are going to be there. So mm -hmm. if you see me, if you ask, if, you know, if you have any questions, you know, come up to me and say hi and take pictures and, yeah. you know, show some love. Yeah, we'll <laughs> show some love and we'll be there. So we're yeah. going to take some photos yes, and, you know, yeah, promote it. And if you're going, um, I hope to see you there and say hello. And yeah. And Claudia has given you a special treat. With the code AS, you'll get 15% off every product on Claudia Ramos Designs. The code will last all throughout the end of September. So take advantage now. If you've been listening to AS for a while, you know that I'm a big supporter of providing a platform for Latinas to share their stories and inspire current and future generations of women. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the lives of more amazing Latinas just like you. You can help by going to Apple Podcasts and write a review. Tell me what you think and leave any number of stars. It would mean the world to me. Thank you in advance. Ellas is produced, hosted, and edited by me, Brenda Hernandez Jaimes. And thank you to Shro, who created the podcast theme song, Sunken Streets. You can download this track on freemusic.org or listen to him on Spotify, YouTube, and follow him on Instagram. This is Ellas.